welcome to Bloody Mary, a podcast about horror movies, feminism, and sexuality. I'm your host, Chicago comic Kristen Lighty, and tonight we have with us Chicago designer and activist and all-around cool person, Tesh Silver. Hey. <laughs> Hello. Hey, why don't you introduce yourself a little bit? Okay, well, um, just like you said, I am a graphic designer. Um, I'm also an illustrator. Uh, I work with a group. Uh, called FTP, which is um, For the People Artists Collective. And um, we've been around for about two years, and we do a lot of arts and activism, which is basically like um, if somebody needs something for a rally, needs signage for a rally, um, or if um, they are a nonprofit, they can come to us and we can work with them um, to make um, different art pieces or flyers or things like that um in the movement so um but also i'm just like a plain old regular graphic designer also (laughs) so and just like you know design boring shit like um super modest (laughs) but like you know annual reports and shit like that but um you know that's what i do and, and i draw little doodles and you know try to make a living basically yeah, and you're just telling me you were an art teacher. Oh um, yeah, I'm an art teacher. Yeah. I work for uh, High Park Art Center, and I do a comic class with um, seven to thirteen year olds. So if you got a little kid that wants to do some comic stuff with me, you know, check out uh, HydeParkArt.org, um, and they're located in Hyde Park, Chicago. Awesome. Do you live in Hyde Park? I live in Avondale. Oh, nice. So just north of Logan Square. Beautiful. I love Avondale. Yeah, it's cute. Sweet. Well, I'm excited to have you on this evening. Also, Tesh did the design for Bloody Mary podcast. Oh, yeah. It all comes together. What? (laughs) It's like I forgot. No, I didn't. No, but yeah, that was that. Um, logo is probably my favorite logo because I did it all while I was in bed. Oh, I did it that's on. Right. My, I remember that. <laughs> I did it on my phone because I think I was sick at the time mm-hmm. and I just could not. I couldn't get up, and so I was. And I just got a new uh, phone. I have a, a, a Galaxy Note Five. And I was like, oh my God, maybe I can draw it on my phone. And I totally did it. Wow. The whole thing on my phone, except for um, I like colored it and stuff in um, in Illustrator. So, yeah. That's impressive. Yeah, yeah I impressed myself. So. <laughs> Sweet. Well, I'm curious uh, to have you on. How do you feel about horror as a genre in general? As a genre? Okay, so new horror is a little creepy for me because Mm. you know it's all about like um jumping and like you know letting the music get really quiet and then all of a sudden here comes this Mm, thing mm -hmm. and uh, and i'm and you know it just it gets really extra creepy and gory and i don't know new horror creeps me out but uh, like older horror like things from the 70s like Mm. 60s 70s and 80s I love because you know it's kind of nostalgic and it's really cheesy and you know sometimes it can be a little scary but for the most part it is you know downright dumb like and especially (laughs) like the the color of the blood is like extra red and like oh my gosh and like 
fake severed heads are just they just look real bad you know like what Mm -hmm. i'm saying so um you know it just it i guess it just depends on the kind of poor like um i would say that i am a big fan of like um things like alien Mm -hmm. and um hmm and like uh, Cronenberg kind of movies. I mean, they're, those are creepy. But I also like the cheesy, like, Nightmare on Elm Street kind of thing. Oh, yeah. <laughs> For sure. Uh, what's the first horror movie you remember seeing? Um, okay, so what, it's not a movie. I mean, per se. But when I was real little, my brother taped... Uh, the video for um, Thriller when I, when I, I guess I was about five and so he taped it and my grandparents had, hadn't seen it yet and I remember them being in the den and they were like oh here's the tape you know that he taped and let's watch it and they put it in and then all of a sudden the music started and I ran because I was <laughs> yeah. so scared because I was like I didn't even want to see it and I ran into my grandparents uh, bedroom and threw the covers over my head but then when I was much older like like college age Mm -hmm. I saw it and I was like why was I scared of this (laughs) Um, this is actually really good um but the first horror movie ever I saw I guess I mean it's not even really a horror movie but Ghostbusters Mm. you know like there were a few moments in there that were scary oh totally and and it's really funny because I watch Ghostbusters now and think about when I saw when I was little and there's all these like little nuance jokes in it like mm-hmm. that you just wouldn't catch when you're like seven or eight years oh, old yeah. so i just i love it for that but also there's there's a little bit of element of horror in it yeah also very sexual when i went back and yeah. watched it i was like oh my gosh i didn't totally get any of that totally did not get a lick of it but still an enjoyable movie yeah fun for all ages what did you think of the remake mm. I liked that it had a spin of, you know, it being women, but it wasn't obsessed about, like, them being women. Mm-hmm. Or them, I mean, they were ogling, you know, what's, what's his oh, name? Oh, yeah, the idiot receptionist. <laughs> yeah. But, they, but they were ogling him, but, like, not in a, you know, oh, my God, let's talk about that all the time way. And mm-hmm. let's talk about our relationships and, oh, I love chocolate. You know, like, it wasn't, like... <laughs> But it was really, but it was really cute. Like it was a cute movie, but I mean, I'm never going to not, you know, love the original Ghostbusters, but I'm really glad that they, that they did it. Like it's, it's a cute spin on it. And it was, it was really good. I thought it was pretty good. And, and super good for young girls. I mean, come on. Oh yeah, that scene where McKinnon is like going into battle and the music hypes oh. up and like me and my friend just like yeah, like, she, got a little she licks the gun. <laughs> She's ready. I'm like, yeah. Oh, that was so wonderful. Let's go. I have a lot of uh, friends who are queer who are like, yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I know. I identify as pretty straight, and even yeah. I was like, hi. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah, right. She's just that great. Mm-hmm. All right, so tonight for us to talk about Tess Tess chose It, and we're doing something a little more dynamic here. We're going to compare 
old it from nine, 1990, the mm-hmm. TV series, to the new it, uh, and talk about how we felt about it. It's, it's I guess. It's. Both it's. Um, so for those of you who don't know, it is the story of Pennywise the Clown, who ravishes the town of Derry every 27 years, uh, basically preying on the children there until a group of kids come together to use their unique talents and skills to fight back and kill Pennywise. And by the way, there's spoilers here, so... (laughs) Lots and lots and lots of spoilers. But if you've listened to Bloody Mary at all, you already know that. (laughs) So, what made you choose it for this movie? Well, I remember watching it when I was... uh, I wasn't that young, but I I was like maybe 14. And I used to love Stephen King movies. I used to love Stephen King books. I couldn't get enough of Stephen King. So when this movie, it was a made-for-TV movie. And when it came out, I was like, okay, I'm ready. I'm about to watch this movie. And um, I just remember it being, just being riveted by it and, you know, obviously creeped out. I'm not really afraid of clowns. Like, Mm -hmm. I don't like them. Yeah. (laughs) I don't like people dressing up as clowns, but I wouldn't say it goes so far as to say I'm afraid of them. But after seeing this movie, like, the first time, I was really creeped out by them. Tim Curry as Pennywise. Holy shit. Mm-hmm. Was so good. And at the time, I didn't know that that was the same person who was in Rocky Horror. Picture. Oh, I know, right? <laughs> and, and it was really... And so when I found that out, like, you know, years later, I was like, what? Wait a minute. But um, he played the hell out of that part and mm-hmm. was really good at it. And I would even venture to say that he was better than than the new guys because um, his his role in it was just so good. Yeah. Um, and so he kept me captivated to, to watch it. Um, but I really wanted to compare the two because this new, you know, uh, this new version is coming out and they're doing a lot of like reboots of things now. Mm-hmm. And so it just is fun to like compare and contrast like the old version and the new version so i agree um and normally i'm not a fan of reboots whatsoever mm-hmm. but i felt like the technology just wasn't there in the 90s to right. give this film the right feel i completely agree with that <laughs> yeah. um so tesh is lucky because she just saw the movie today the new one so it's fresh mm-hmm. in her mind totally fresh uh, and just to be clear we're just going to go back and forth between the two films and not the book so that it doesn't get completely overwhelming oh yeah <laughs> i don't, don't remember i feel like i did read the book but i don't remember anything about it but i read it i really enjoyed it because i read it around sixth grade so i was the same age as mm-hmm. the kids kind of mm-hmm. so that it felt like i'm I'm not alone in being a loser. Yeah. Oh my gosh. That's so cute. (laughs) Um, So I originally, like, I went and saw this uh, with my partner and he thought that I did not like it because Mm. of all the critiques I had of it. Mm. But overall, I really did enjoy it. Yeah. Um, The few critiques I had were, um, I feel like there was a lot of important moments in the 90s version Mm -hmm. that they cut out of the new one. Right. Um, specifically regarding Beverly's character. Mm-hmm. I feel like in the um, 90s, she was portrayed as the warrior. You know, she was the best one with the slingshot. Mm-hmm. Uh, and they cut that out. Right. Um, and she had a lot of autonomy. Mm-hmm. I mean, like, I feel like towards the end of the new one, 
she did. Like, I feel like she, you know, mustered up the strength to, like, fight back, you know, from her father. Mm-hmm. Um, and even at the very end where, like, Pennywise turned into... Um, her father mm-hmm. for a brief moment she like stabs him in the mouth and so that was like a way for her to gain her power back mm-hmm. but in the yeah but like in the like you were saying in the original one she was the best for the slingshot she was like don't look into the dead light she was like mm-hmm. she was the leader almost yeah and so in this one it's just like oh she's the, she's just the girl and she's pretty and so let's look at her like yeah <laughs> i felt like there was a lot more um pointing towards bev's sexuality in this version mm-hmm. the new version which was a whole uncomfortable <laughs> totally uncomfortable <laughs> there was a moment and even in the theater it was weird because like there was a moment where she was like looking for tampons in the um in the drugstore mm-hmm. and she's just standing there and you see her from the back and I noticed that somebody was like, mm, when like oh, no. you see her from the back because you're, you know, all you can see is her ass. Mm-hmm. But it's just like, oh my God, like she's supposed to be 13, yeah. like at least. Back at off, the, creep. Right. <laughs> so it was just like, there was a lot of weird sexual energy in it. And I didn't, I'm not, I was not a fan of that. But, um, I think that, and then like the whole thing of like calling her a slut, like everybody was calling her a slut. Mm-hmm. And so it was just like, it was really weird. And then also, you know, she's a redhead, so it was like, mm-hmm. scarlet letter, I guess. Oh, but, yeah. <laughs> but it's so weird, so weird. It was. And what I liked about the 90s version is that nobody insinuated that about her besides her father. Mm-hmm. So it was like, it felt even more of a display of how disgusting her father was. Right, right. The other moment I really appreciated from the 90s version that they changed in the new one is the scene where um, Bev is being um, harassed by Henry the bully. Right. And I think it's a very obvious stand-in for sexual assault. Mm -hmm. And the car drives by with the balloon in the back, and you can tell it's like, one of the people of Derry who yeah. is like looking away, turning a blind eye. Mm-hmm. But in the 90s one, they chose to put um, Ed in that, I'm sorry, not Ed, Ben in ben. that position instead. Right. Which I thought was a real lost opportunity. Yeah. Um, I, I agree. It's It was like a way to show that she was being victimized by everyone. Mm-hmm. Like in the... In the in the '90s version, because they didn't like outwardly be like, "Oh, you're such a slut," like everybody wasn't doing that. Mm-hmm. Um, it was like a way to show that she had a certain victimhood about her, and um, you know, it even came through like from the fact that she was being abused by her father. She then was transferring, which always happens or almost always happens with people who experience like that kind of violence that it translate with other relationships Mm -hmm. so it was a way to do that but they didn't do that in this in this version so it was just like she was being victimized so much more outwardly Mm -hmm. and so i i don't know and that was a strange like change change for me because you know i guess it was more subtle in the in the original version yeah, 
I definitely agree with that. I really felt like Beverly in the 90s version was also there as kind of a, um, like her presence made the male characters feel okay with talking about emotion mm. and like being mm-hmm. honest with each other. Yeah. Because they, before they met her, they were really like, oh, just They're just jokes. boys. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Preteen boys. Yeah. Ooh, angst. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> But yeah, and she comes on the scene and suddenly everybody opens up about what's going on with them. Mm-hmm. Which I really liked a lot. Uh, let's see. Okay, so then there's Mike's character as well. Mm-hmm. Um, so in the 90s, he was the historian that brought everyone together. Mm-hmm. I felt like he kind of had more of a compelling role right? Um, than this version, which was just, my parents are dead. Right, he just showed up at the end. (laughs) (laughs) Which is like, I mean, shit, you might as well just killed him off. Like, in Mm -hmm. horror movies, Mm -hmm. it's historical Mm -hmm. that usually the the black person is the first one to die. Um, So, at least he survived. Way to go, Mike. (laughs) Way to go. Um, I mean, and he brought the gun. So, you know, there's that. Oh, that's true. Yeah. (laughs) And I mean, although I was real mad at him because he put, he put the bullets on the edge of the well. Yeah. And they dropped, and I'm like, really? Like, this was easily preventable, but okay. It's just to go with the story because you only got one bullet. So you got to make it, you know, make it count. Mm -hmm. Um, But anyway, (laughs) I digress. Um, but yeah, he had a lot of, again, it's a whole thing of like the autonomy of like, he had a role to play in the first one. Mm-hmm. Um, and he had something to do and, but then they gave it to, um, to Ben. Right. Mm-hmm. And so like, wait, are we talking about Mike or Ben? Ben is the fat kid. And yeah. Mike is the original. He He's the, the original, original historian. Yes. Right. Yes. So then they gave it to Ben. And so... Like, so it was like, oh, he's the new kid, so he's going to be, like, nerdy. But it would have made more sense to me that Mike was the one because he's lived there his whole life. Mm -hmm. And then that would even be, like, a way for him to, like, escape his, like, regular life of killing sheep. Yeah. Um, And so it would have been, like, something for him to do and, um, and, you know, again, a form of escape. Mm -hmm. So, um yeah again i don't know why they felt the need to i mean like the whole movie to be honest i was just like watching the the new one and like i knew things that were going to happen because i've seen the original Mm -hmm. and so like the choices that they made i'm just like why did they feel like they needed to change that just to change it like Mm -hmm. i don't know but i wondered about that too and then my only other really big problem with the changes is that goddamn love story between uh, Bill and Beverly. Yeah. What I loved about the original in the 90s was that it was so much about like just children coming together Mm -hmm. and um like, I know we said we wouldn't talk about the book, but actually, did you hear how that part ends in the book? No. Oh, they all have sex with each other. What? Like, yeah. <laughs> what? <laughs> what? Yeah, they do. Um, what? No, uh, I mean, like, an orgy? Like, yeah. in, no. Mm-hmm. What? Well, I mean, they all have sex with Beverly. Wait. Um, oh. So it's still, like... But as teenagers... 
Mm-hmm. That is weird. Know, Why would Stephen <laughs> King do that? I don't know. What? I'm glad that I didn't read that. That's really messed up. What? Okay. Well, now I feel like I need to read it just to like understand because that just doesn't even. I don't yeah, know why. It seems a little out of the uh, really, unnecessary. Really yeah. unnecessary. Yeah. <laughs> but what I liked in the 90s version is that there was like a real sense of unity amongst all of them. There mm-hmm. wasn't like a hierarchy. Right. Mm-hmm. And this one, like I just get so sick of Hollywood trying to sell me a love story when right. not every movie needs a love story. It could have just been about the kids coming together, mm-hmm. which is what it's supposed to be about. Like... The whole thing was, it's like, we have to go together mm-hmm. and so that we're not afraid. We have to yes. go together so that we can't, because it wants to separate us. That was the whole thing. But mm-hmm. then you start pairing them off or like making a love story out of no reason. There's no reason to do that. You could do that later. There's going to be a second movie, obviously. Yeah. So you can do that later when it's like okay it's been 27 years and we've all lived very full lives and then we come back together and then you remember oh yes i had all these feelings i mean that that to me makes more sense than you know having you know a 13 year old love story when there's no need for it exactly and like the end when they kill it in the original I love how symbolic it was because they all like rip his heart out and hold it up together. Yes, and, like, yes, I remember that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was great. <laughs> <laughs> that was great. <laughs> Not so much. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Beautiful moment. <laughs> um, so I'm curious what other differences you saw that you liked or you disliked. I think that I, I mean, listen, I liked. <laughs> say that I like the end mm-hmm. but it sounds bad but I actually did like the ending where um, after they kill um, Pennywise they um, Bill finds Georgie's um, what raincoat mm-hmm. and he just holds on to it and he starts crying and it just like was an emotional mm-hmm. point because it's such a, you know, you can feel his loss because he's been searching for him this whole time. Mm-hmm. Like he's been, um, you know, talking to his dad. His dad doesn't want him to talk about it anymore. And you never see his mom, which is weird, but yeah, you're right. Um, <laughs> but he's like, get rid of this stuff. So your mom doesn't see and nobody, and everybody has to like walk on eggshells around him when he, when they're talking about Georgie, because it's such an emotional thing for him still. Cause he's the one that let him go basically because mm-hmm. he made this boat. And then he's just like, I'm sick. I can't go with you here. And then he could have went with him. So he just, he has, is consumed by this guilt. And so he finally like has the resolution of, I mean, it was really fucked up because he had to shoot the, you know, he had to shoot it Mm -hmm. thinking that, I mean, he didn't think it was his, his brother, but it still looks like his brother. So he's like, you're not Georgie. And he shoots him and it was just like, oh shit. And then he finds the coat and just loses it. And everybody came together and was like, Mm -hmm. you know, supporting him. And so, um, for me, it was just like, damn, he has a lot of guilt around, you know, losing his brother. And he, it's almost like he finally let it go because he realized, yeah, okay, he's gone. Mm-hmm. But I, I destroyed the thing that killed him. 
Yeah. So, or at least he thinks so. Um, so that was a lot of that. That for me was the the best part. It was so heavy and yeah. beautiful. And yeah. like, honestly, they couldn't have made Georgie any more innocent, or pure. <laughs> yeah. or like... He was the purest. <laughs> yeah, popcorn. Like he's Aww. just like, oh, I can smell the circus. I'm like, Jesus he's Christ! Shiny eyes. <laughs> oh. The second you saw him, you knew he was gonna be dead. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> Oh man! I mean, what is it with Stephen King killing little kids? Like, Pet Cemetery. Like, think about mm. Pet Cemetery, where it's just like the little kid dies and he puts him in the cemetery, and then he comes back and he's all like, mm-hmm. "I love you, Daddy." Yeah, like, what is it with Stephen King killing little kids? I don't know. Is he a dad? <laughs> I, I think so. I think he has a couple kids. Maybe he never wanted to be a dad. <laughs> right? I don't know. I mean, maybe I don't. Weird fantasies. I don't know. Uh, I don't know. I wasn't. I wasn't as scared with Pennywise. Mm-hmm. Like because I don't know. Maybe I knew. You know what? Okay, this is what why I didn't really like that version of Pennywise. So when the very first opening scene, when Georgie loses the boat and Pennywise is in the sewer and he's talking to the he's talking to Georgie. He didn't seem menacing. Mm-hmm. He just looked menacing. And that already was like, he looks menacing. Why are you talking to him? Mm-hmm. Because in the in the original version, he just looks like a regular clown. He doesn't have all this weird paint. Like, why does he have these weird squiggle mm-hmm. things on his face? His eyes are glowing. He has weird bug teeth. I would not be talking to that whatever yeah. version of clown that is. I know that if I was a little kid and I saw that, I would run as soon as possible. But he did not look scary. I mean, he looked too scary to, like, relate to a little kid. But, like, the Tim Curry version, he looked like a regular clown until Mm -hmm. he, you know, opened his mouth and all the teeth came out. Yeah. (laughs) And that's a great point. I don't think I was really scared by Pennywise in his clown formation. It was always, like, when he morphed into something from people's lives. And that was the... But that was kind of the whole thing is that it was... Psycho. I mean, it, the whole thing of Pennywise is that it's the psychological scare, mm-hmm. you know? And so, you know, him looking normally is kind of the whole point. He's mm-hmm. supposed to look like a normal, everyday person, but just in clown version. Mm-hmm. And this version is just like a demon. Mm-hmm. And kids are supposed to be like happy when they... No. Yeah. I would not be like, wow, this is just a clown. I would be terrified of that thing and be like no i need to tell my mom that you're in the sewer mm-hmm. and that is not normal um you're right and i think that's why in the 90s version that scene is so powerful where they all the kids come forward with each other and mm-hmm. are like i saw this clown right and like talk about how scared they were right just a normal clown because mm-hmm. in the 90s version there's that room uh that uh richie get stuck in in the old well house with all the clowns in it yes and that was scary that's scary <laughs> like because for some reason normal things scare i mean and that even makes sense with um with stan because he walked by that 
painting all the time mm-hmm. and was scared and that was just a normal I mean it wasn't it, wasn't it didn't ugly. look yeah. normal <laughs> it didn't look normal but it's an everyday object mm-hmm. that little kids would be scared of everyday objects some mm-hmm. kids like um I can remember being scared of like in, in my grandma's house there was this little cat it was a little like cat figurine but it was real deformed it did not look like a normal cat and I used to turn it around because it freaked me out all the time and so like there are little things that kids get scared of of everyday objects so Mm -hmm. that makes sense so like having a normal like clown makes more sense to me than like some painted up like creepy demonic looking clown blade yeah i never thought of it but yeah i think you're really on to something there <laughs> yeah because it's a part of like the the child psychology of just like regular normal things um turning into something scary mm-hmm. um so it actually has some of my favorite themes that i've ever encountered in a movie mm-hmm. and um I think my favorite of all is the idea that like children still have hope and vulnerability mm. and feel like they can change the world mm-hmm. uh, you know whereas opposed to adults like they're portrayed <laughs> in the film you know right they lose faith and look the other way and yeah. feel like what could I do you know and I mean and that's indicative of the fact that the the older people couldn't see the things that were happening mm-hmm. because I was like literally couldn't see it. So, so uh, Bev is in the bathroom with the whole room mm-hmm. is covered in blood, and her dad comes in. And is like, what's going on here? And she's freaked out. Mm-hmm. You don't see it, and he's like, what are you talking about? You know. And so that's another way of like, I was just thinking about the other day, like children children see things in such a magical way that we don't see anymore mm-hmm. because we've had the world like tell us and attack all of our imagination Beat so the joy out. Yeah, it, really, <laughs> it really does like we've got bills to pay and like you know have to like you know live in structures mm-hmm. and kids don't have to do that as much you know because you know they, their structure is school and home but we have a whole bunch of different structures that we have set up for ourselves basically mm-hmm. and kids are much more and they're just much more open when they're younger they're open to possibilities and new ideas so that was you know that was demonstrated by the fact that they could see the things that the adults couldn't see mm-hmm Ah, that scene always freaked me out. Um, <laughs> Bev in the bathroom and the dad, like, I worry about you, Daddy. Yeah. Like, oh, my God. Oh, and he's, like, smearing blood on I face. know. Ah. Oh, my God. And that kind of, I mean, because <laughs> I think about it also because it's, you know, a female mm-hmm. covered in blood. Yeah. So that, like, harkens back to when she was you know buying the tampons and the mm-hmm. you know th- that might have been the first time that she ever bled before oh yeah so and then it just is like all of a sudden there's just blood everywhere yeah. and i remember being like 
freaking out when I like I mean I knew it was coming because you know health <laughs> class sucks. but I was like oh my god I bleed and my mom was like oh you got your period that's all you know mm-hmm. but that that is a that could even be like a psychological thing because like when you are quote unquote becoming a woman when you're when you start bleeding mm-hmm. it's it, it's shocking and as and then that's a transition into womanhood into adulthood mm-hmm. for people who have uteruses um <laughs> and and it, you know and suddenly you're not a little kid anymore mm-hmm. and it's even worse for her because of the whole thing with her dad so it's just like ugh. yeah I remember when I was little my parents were divorced so I when I went to my dad's house like mm-hmm. the first weekend when I after I got my period yeah. I was just like don't look in my bed <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, right. <laughs> uh, and yeah. we had a good relationship. So right. <laughs> right. Oh, my gosh. Mm. Oh, man. I also wonder if, like, that scene where the dad is ignoring the blood, if that's, like, him denying Beverly can grow up and be yeah, a woman. Yeah, exactly. Mm. Well, I mean, they, the thing that they kept, they kept interjecting that, that line, I worry about you, Bev. Mm-hmm. Bev. But... You know, they didn't do the other stuff that he that he was doing. Mm-hmm. You know, like like how we were talking about the the slut shaming, and mm-hmm. you know, you're running around with all of these these boys and whatever. And she he even said at one point when she after she cut her hair, you look like a boy. You mm-hmm. know, so it was a way for her to like make herself unattractive. Yeah. Basically. Did you ever chop off all your hair as a teenager? I cut my bangs once. Mm-hmm. That was a mistake <laughs> because it was not a good job, and I just mm-hmm. kept cutting. Um, and so then it ended up being about an inch. And it was <laughs> I fine. did that. A it was times. fine. They grew out, but yeah, I do remember cutting my bangs and it just not working out. But I, I, I never like cut all of my hair. Well, no, not true. When I transitioned, um, but I was thirty. So <laughs> when I transitioned from like wearing perm in my hair to like being natural um i virtually like buzzed everything around except like one patch you know in Mm -hmm. the front um because i was just like i'm gonna cut it all off Mm -hmm. and um yeah but and it's something freeing about like not having a bunch of hair it is and you get in the shower you wash it and then it's dry and like you know, 30 minutes. I'm like, what? (laughs) Because now it takes a really long time to dry. But, um, yeah, maybe it just like, it was just a way for her to like shed that, you know, child. It was, that was another way for her to shed her childhood. And it was like, all right, here I am being a, being a grown up. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I also really loved that, um, I felt like the movie was a very heavy metaphor for organizing. Like, mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. Um, you know, and it really felt like it spoke particularly to a certain issue, but it had the definite dynamics and components of organizing. For sure. Uh, like coming together, having an honest conversation, talking about the problem, and mm-hmm. then working together to overcome that problem. Right. Um, like it reminded me of my work and I really loved that <laughs> yeah. like, oh it's like they're forming a committee to yeah. kill Pennywise Aww. 
let's have some transformative justice. Yes. <laughs> let's sit down and talk to Pennywise about his <laughs> issues. Why is Pennywise terrorizing Jerry? <laughs> I don't know. I mean, mm. I'm, okay, so do we know like the origin story of Pennywise? I mean, because they didn't, re- they don't really explain that. They don't yeah. really explain like where it came from. I feel like he's always been a dick. Yeah, yeah, he's always been a dickhead. Like, is he is he like a um, like a demonic entity? Is he an alien? Like, I don't. It's really weird. And also, it's interesting that he like feeds off of the uh, the fear mm-hmm. of of the town, and because of that maybe that's the reason why everybody looks the other way because it's like they're too afraid to actually see what's happening yeah that's a good point yeah probably yeah because i mean i mean i think somebody should notice that a bunch of kids are just going missing Mm -hmm. like why and then it was interesting because um the bully which bully what's the name of the bully um henry Okay, so the bully with the crazy hair with the mullet, mm-hmm. um, his dad was a sheriff. It didn't seem like he was doing a lot of sheriffing. No, he was not drinking. He was doing a lot of drinking, a lot of sitting around and shooting at his kid, yeah, and that was that. really that was really fucked up. And so it was just like a, all of these kids were just completely traumatized, like. You know, and, and we all, like, harbor some sort of trauma, like, from mm-hmm. childhood, whether it was we were bullied or, you know, something deeper than that. Um, and so, like, the movies really spoke to the psychology of, like, growing up mm-hmm. and, like, how it can be super traumatic to just, you know, exist as a young person. And then especially, like, those preteen ages where you're, like, go you know transitioning from you know because like um stan he was going through his bat mitzvah mm-hmm. so like he was tra- literally transitioning from you know a boy to a, a man mm-hmm. um in his culture so it's really interesting to see like that was what everybody was going through but they were also going through it with trauma Mm-hmm. and growing out of that you know yeah i also felt like pennywise himself represented the idea of trauma mm-hmm, for <laughs> sure i mean how could he not how could he not he's doing all this crazy stuff and killing people and um I yeah just, i like the idea that like he represents trauma in the idea that it just comes back and does harmful yeah. things like i was laughing about the note i had written to you about like Pennywise comes back every 27 years to murder children. It's kind of like when you're having a rough day and just start crying in the middle of the grocery <laughs> store yes, for no reason. Exactly. Oh, there yeah, it is. Oh, shit. Yeah. I never dealt with that thing from Because you're like, school. oh, my God. And, and, then it's, and then it's like so sudden. Like you see one thing and you're triggered. It's like mm-hmm. triggered, you mm-hmm. know. And you see one thing and you're just like, oh, my God. I haven't thought about that in like 12 years or yes. whatever. And suddenly you're back to wherever it was that you have the trauma at and um it is not fun <laughs> it's not a fun experience um and then you just find a way to deal with it or you don't yeah i feel like most people push it down yeah 
and it's like in the 90s version when they were all coming back together they were like oh I forgot about that mm-hmm. and like if your kid brother was killed yeah like, how do you forget something like that yeah it's so crazy for sure yeah but yeah but that's a, what trauma is trauma is like and then you build these mechanisms around you to protect yourself so your brain does that like just you know in a physiological way your brain like tricks you into thinking that everything is fine because you have to just keep going and so then that's what a trigger is where you see something and you're just like oh my you know it's Mm -hmm. just the you know the snap and then you are right back to where you were Mm -hmm. yeah scary (laughs) that's That's the the scary (laughs) that's the real scary pennywise be damned are there any other themes that jumped out at you not so much the theme, but more mm-hmm. about like the cinematography. Oh yeah, it was really video game ish. Oh, what do you? How do you? Think? Um, it was really video game ish in the way that uh, it did a lot of point of view, like a lot of POV. Um, oh yeah. When Pennywise like grabs on to. Um, to Ben at the end and he grabs his head with whatever and just a bunch of tendrils or whatever and he's like trying to pull him in Mm -hmm. then you see it from Ben's point of view and then the same thing happened with uh, Bev she was like looking down um, down the drain and you see it from her point of view but then you also see it from from you know looking through the the drain and at her and so there was a but there was a lot of that video game like first person shooter Mm. um and so i think that's just you know because i've been seeing that a lot in in movies (laughs) don't Mm -hmm. judge me but i recently watched um assassin's creed (laughs) I haven't because seen that one. I really like Silent Hill, though. It's so. <laughs> terrible. It's really, really bad. But I like really bad movies, so um, <laughs> you know, I just, I just put them on to pass the time when I'm doing something. Mm-hmm. But th- because that's a video game, they do a, a video. You know, it's based on a video game. Um, they do a lot of first-person shooter things. So like, you're just like following. Like, if somebody has a gun or something, you're following the gun to whatever so that's what they were doing in the movie and so i just it was just something that i noticed um also it was very um um animated giphy (laughs) in the way um because i'm and i'm saying that because literally i have seen an animated gif of um the part where pennywise was dancing at the end and he's like dancing in that like little i don't know he made some crazy shit it's like for him old timey theater yeah, box. yeah 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 and he's like dancing in it and so i saw a gif of that on facebook like <laughs> a couple of days ago and so and so i remembered it obviously and that's kind of repeated a lot in the movie and there's just a lot of him like shaking and running towards you and mm-hmm. that's really a animated gif thing yeah, so that scene in the water yeah yeah like what and i don't understand that that that's one thing and i don't like about recent horror films is just a lot of weird walking <laughs> yeah <laughs> weird walking and like and i mean like yes it's supposed to be like not normal but it's like come on 
I don't want to see that. <laughs> but it's just a lot of weird gesturing and stuff and running towards you. And then that's like, an, like a weird, that's like an animated GIF thing that I see. So it was just, hmm. it was just like really a call out of the times, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> of the yeah. 21st century. Yeah. <laughs> I really liked how they uh portrayed the deadlights in this one yeah it was that in his mouth cool. yeah yeah and also the uh the way the children floated yeah that like, was cool i really like that because i thought i mean you know in the first one it's like they float i'm thinking because they're in the sewer mm-hmm. water they float but this was like literally like in the air floating mm-hmm. and that was really it was kind of beautiful but also sad because yeah. then they were like oh the children are coming down and i was like oh, oh they all dead i know <laughs> i want them to be alive <laughs> yeah. like because bev was still alive so i was like well maybe they're still alive i don't know, oh, yeah. know? that's a good but, way to think about it i'm yeah. just like they're dead they're yeah. all dead <laughs> No, I'm I'm pretty sure that they were all dead. Like Pennywise wouldn't just keep them there. He would eat them or like suck their souls out or whatever the hell he does. But yeah. So I'm curious, what were some of your favorite scenes? Um I like the part where Bev um fights back and she kicks her dad in the balls. That Mm -hmm. was good. That was great. Um I also weirdly like the scene where um, Henry kills his dad <laughs> yeah. because he because Pennywise has been telling him it starts telling and which I I also like this part in the movie where I don't know if you noticed it but um, whenever the TV was on there was always like a kid show on and there was like this lady that was talking about floating she was like, we all love, we all love clowns and clowns like to float. And we don't, we all love to float children. And she's just like talking and it just sounds like normal, uh-huh. but you hear it in the background. And so like, creepy. I know it was so, and, but it was every time there was a TV on. I only noticed it right before Henry killed Right, him. but it was wow. on all the time. It was always on. Crazy. Yeah. Check it's it so, I, that's why I love it because it was like, you don't notice it. Mm-hmm. And so I, so it's almost like the whole town is under this spell or whatever. And they don't notice that it's happening uh, either. It's just so creepy. I loved is. it. I love that. But yeah, so I loved when Henry like finally gets, like gets his knife back. I don't, I mean, obviously like Pennywise did that, but he gets mm-hmm. his knife back and then like you hear like the, the kids show on he comes in and then the you know the lady is in the show is like egging him on to kill him and then he does and, and it was just really i don't know gratifying <laughs> like that part i also feel like with this version you got more insight into why henry was such an asshole oh my god he was such a fucking asshole like why was he such a jerk and seriously cutting ben yeah cutting him in the gut like oh my god and then like some of the the other kids most of the other kids were like hesitant like to do things because like the one kid in the cap in the in the hat um he when he was cutting ben he was like, you know, come on, dude. That's fucked up, man. Right. <laughs> and he's like, shut up and hold him, you know. And mm-hmm. then when he, when they were shooting, and then, you know, he's like, go get the cat. 
And he just kind of looked at him and he said, go get, you know, go do it. And so he goes and he's like, hold him. And I was like, dude, really? You're going to hold this cat for him? Like, Uh. (laughs) because he can end up shooting you. Like, but anyway, but it was, um, it was really hard to understand. Yeah. In the first one, because, but in the first one, it was just like, kids can just be, yeah, fucking dicks. They don't even... You know, especially if they've had, like, hard, hard times at home. But sometimes not. Mm -hmm. Sometimes they're just assholes and then they grow out of it. I went to four different elementary schools and was always the new kid. So kids can be assholes. Yes, for no reason. They really can (laughs) for no reason other than you are different. Yeah. And so that is, that, the, the fact that they explained it was, like, okay, but, like, also... They could have not explained it, and it would have been fine. Yeah. I think my favorite scene is the rock fight in both versions. Yes. I love the rock fight. That rock fight was awesome. (laughs) That was really awesome. And I like in the 90s version, because it was like this unifying moment of like, we're not taking this guy's bullshit anymore. Yeah, yeah. New version was good too because it like uh, that Anthrax song started blaring. Yeah, right. like, yeah. that was good. Wasn't in the in the original? Um, that's when Bev had the slingshot, right? She was slingshot shotting some of that. I think so. Yeah. Yeah. I'm pretty sure. I know that's when they originally met Mike because mm-hmm. he like yeah, ran that's to right. them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's like he's our friend now. <laughs> Um, I really wish Mike was just like an original friend, though. Me too. I mean, like, yeah. I don't know why he had to show up at the end, but whatever. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Can't have everything, I guess. I also, like, in the 90s version, I felt like Mike's character was representative of the idea that, like, people of color always have to explain things to white people. Mm-hmm. Like, hey, this thing you did, like, asking to touch my hair or, like, doing that was very offensive and here's why yeah and like mike was that role which was interesting well i mean like and think about in the the 90s version the original was set in the 60s -hmm. so it was way different you know and so i do and and there was an air of like racism when it came to like the white kids beating up on the black kid like Mm -hmm. there wasn't a lot i mean like you know, there might have been a little bit of tension about that, like in the the new version, but mm-hmm. in the older version, it was very obvious, it was yeah. very prevalent that that's what he was beating him up for. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. But the fact that there was, all of them were had difference. You know, like, you know, there was one who stutters. There's one who was fat. There was mm-hmm. one who was black. There was one who was Jewish. So it was like they all had these weird differences Mm -hmm. that made Henry mad because they were different, but then they were together. And he's a cis white male. Mm, (laughs) There it is. (laughs) Asserting his dominance. Toxic masculinity. There it is. Oh, shit. Isn't it fun when you analyze these things? It is. And you just discover new nuggets. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I think I was related most with Ben and mm-hmm. Bev because fat kid all the way. Yeah, and, yeah, uh, yeah. Um, Same. And, and a girl, you know. <laughs> right, right, <laughs> right, right. I think my other favorite moment, though, was there was a couple moments of just like the absolute 
playfulness of Pennywise. Yeah. But okay. in kind of an insane way. Right. Like I'm thinking specifically about those three doors in the well house. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, my God. <laughs> scary? Not scary at all. Yeah. Like, kind of scary. Kind of scary. Like, come on, dude. You can't just let me <laughs> run away. I'm trying to run away from you. Mm-hmm. But he's like, no, I'm going to play with you a little bit. Yeah. But, you know, I mean, I have to admit, if I was an ancient demon, I'd <laughs> probably get pretty bored with eating children the normal way. True. Likes, likes to um, have a little a little fight in them. Yeah. <laughs> they taste better when they're terrified. <laughs> exactly. I mean, it, didn't he say that at one point? I'm oh, sure he did. Yeah, probably. It's like give me some give me your give me your fear. Mm-hmm. He he said that a lot. All right. Uh let's see where uh any more favorite moments? Oh, now I know. The moment where Ben and Beverly meet for the first time. Mm-hmm. And he's just a mess. <laughs> he's just a freaking mess. He has his little like diorama Aww, and he's got his yeah. bike, but he's listening to new kids on the block and his headphones. And then and in the way and she's like, you know, do I need a pass or whatever? And he turns around and here's this beautiful girl and he's just like, uh <laughs> and she signs his notebook and he's just like, Oh my god. Yeah. It's really, really cute. It, it is. That's my, that's probably one of my probably the top scene because I just felt so much for him. I just wanted him to win. Mm-hmm. I didn't care how he was gonna win. I just wanted him to win. And he did. He kissed yeah. her. Oh that's right. Yeah. <laughs> Way to go Ben. Yay. That was a really sweet scene. And she's and because he kissed her, she she woke up. So That's true. Oh my god. Which is so weird then that they went back to Ben or Bill and Bev. And I was mad. Me too. Oh, I was mad. But, but you know, maybe in the second one, you know, like she'll be like, "No, you're the one that I was really supposed to be with." Yeah, January embers. <laughs> <laughs> My heart burns there too. I was dead because I remember being that little kid writing like poems oh like God, that. Yes. <laughs> oh boy. Got to tell him how I really feel <laughs> through a poem. What a nerd. <laughs> <laughs> I was such a nerd. And I, I mean, seriously associate with Ben a whole lot because I was just that nerd. I was mm-hmm. I was in the, the library. Me too. I was, like, my mom worked at a library, and I used to help the librarians, like, put books back and stuff. Mm-hmm. So, like, I was literally that nerd. I used to, I had a deal with one of the lunch supervisors mm-hmm. that she would let me sit behind the dumpster and read because... <laughs> I wasn't supposed to because it like wasn't technically because it was gross. <laughs> You're not supposed to sit behind the dumpster yeah. and read, but mostly because I didn't want to be around the other children. <laughs> yeah, right. She wouldn't let me until they saw she saw how they interacted with me, and yeah. then she was like, "It's fine, go." Oh <laughs> my god! <laughs> go behind the dumpster and read, my child. <laughs> Oh man! Oh jeez! <laughs> Childhood's so fun. I know. <laughs> oh man! So any? It's been a blast having you. Any oh. final thoughts on it that we didn't hit? Um, no, just those are two different movies. They really are. They're very different movies. Obviously, they're of their time, both of them. Um, 
I like the original because of nostalgia, but I really like this version as well. Like, mm-hmm. I think that I think that in this version they really try to um, play up the fact that they were individuals. Although I liked in the original that they were a little bit more cohesive, like it almost like became that they were more family. And this was just like, okay, well, if something happens again, we're going to come back here. And they, and they did the whole, you know, blood oath thing. Mm-hmm. And that felt good, but I don't know. I think I'm just uh, old, an old, old woman. And I like the, <laughs> I like the original better because, you know, like I said, nostalgia. Um, but I am really glad that weird... Um, stop motion spider didn't come back i'm glad that didn't that didn't make an appearance because that was that ruined it i felt that way too it felt so lame oh it was so bad because there was and the way that they did it in this one was really good Mm -hmm. like they made it it was pennywise but so all the souls were coming out of out of his mouth and out of his head and whatever so it made it so that he was still like the physical manifestation of horror i guess Mm -hmm. or fear but you know the thing that made him real was the fact that he was you know after they were beating him up he was starting to lose power and it was like he was falling apart Mm -hmm. and the souls were trying to escape basically Mm -hmm. so um i liked the ending of this much better than um than the original version mm-hmm. just based on the, just based on the uh on the special effects alone agreed but, yeah so where can people find out more about you well they can go on facebook i guess mm-hmm. <laughs> find me um tesh silver and also i have a website that I'm gonna be updating um, soon because I haven't updated in two years, but um, it still looks really cool. <laughs> but it still looks cool. So, um, but uh, they can see that at teshsilverdesign.com. Um, that's T E S H S I L V E R D E S I G N dot com, and um, they can also check out. Um, FTP's website uh, for the people artists.org. Um, you can find me on Instagram. I do a lot of little drawings and whatnot. Instagram, that's um, at Astra Tesh. That's A S T R A T E S H. And I do doodles and, um, and finished illustration and things like that on. Um, and post them on Instagram. Cool. And if we have some parental listeners that want their children to do some art with you, where can they find out that? Oh, yeah. So um, you can do that at um, Hyde Park Art Center. So that's HydeParkArt.org. So that's H-Y-D-E-P-A-R-K-A-R-T.org. Great, and we will have all those links in the description on the SoundCloud page. Well, we're going to end things here because my cats are going crazy. <laughs> We've had to stop Just a times. little bit. <laughs> Tesh, it's been awesome having you. 
that's Ben Tesh Silver, Chicago artist. I'm Kristen Lighty, and this has been Bloody Mary. Have a great night. Good night.